we are really solving the problem of, you know, you, when you get done playing, you have a lot of gear that you don't want. You know, yeah, maybe you have a couple items that you want to keep just for keepsake, like a jersey, a quality hoodie. But you really have like 15 to 20 pieces that you just do not want. Hi, welcome to the Halftime Snacks. My name is Ronena Inbinder. This show features the stories of talented people working in sports. Are you ready? Let's go. Today's episode features one of the co-founders of NARP Clothing, which is one of the most creative ideas I've heard of recently. NARP Clothing is a marketplace that gives former student-athletes the opportunity to profit off their name, image, and likeness by selling their own apparel. They literally want to help student-athletes monetize years of hard work through their platform. Our guest today is also a former NCAA baseball player from Clemson and College of Charleston. I can't wait for today's halftime snack. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, KJ Bryant. Man, that was one of the best intros that somebody ever gave me. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great, man. How's everything with you? I'm doing all right, man. My, my icebreaker, because this is something I started doing a couple of uh, episodes ago. I throw a super quick icebreaker, and my icebreaker for you, man, is what song or artist you used to play before games to pump you up? Ah, you used to play to pump me up. Uh, I have several, so I'm going to give several. Okay, let's um, go. You know, to pump me up, I would say Kevin Gates, Money Man. Uh, those two artists, they definitely – Got all right me. all right you guys make yeah. sure you get that on your playlist uh, <laughs> to pump you up <laughs> uh, but now let's switch to the real talk why we're here we're going to talk about narp we're going to talk about you man your story so how about you start off by just telling us the story of how exactly what what got you really inspired to start narp clothing what's the story tell us about it yeah, so I um, started out my collegiate career at Clemson, um, and we received tons of team-issued gear um, in the fall, in the summer, excuse me, the uh, spring, um, and it was like that for about three years there. Had tons of gear. Um, and then, uh, obviously, my uh, collegiate career ended, um, and I had an internship in Columbia, South Carolina, and my colleague who graduated from Clemson, um, he offered to buy one of my Clemson polos off of me um, and went out to my car and I had an extra polo in my car. I took the one that was off of me. He gave me 60 bucks um, mm -hmm. and that just got the wheels turning. You know, I was like, man, I have more gear. Um, I know some football players who were more popular than me. Um, so that kind of sparked the idea, you know, and I Googled like, hey, where, you know, where can I sell my gear? And I realized that there was not a mar a marketplace out there. So I got with Patrick, my former teammate at Clemson, um, was close friends. Um, and I told him about it. And he was the one that pushed me off the edge. And he was like, hey, man, let's just go for it. 
So um, we got together, we uh, reached out to one of his friends that builds websites and he built us a website and we just went from there. Um, we started with just our close friends at Clemson. The website started out just Clemson athletes because we had several hypotheses that we wanted to test. You know, we wanted to test people looking for the big time name or were they just looking for team issue gear? And the reason why we started with Clemson was because if we couldn't sell the Clemson Paul, we we can't sell, <laughs> you know, because yeah. Clemson, you know, they're very popular over here in the States. The football team that was coming off a national championship. So the Paul, the brand of the Paul was very, very popular. So initially we started out with like just six to eight Clemson athletes. Um, and, you know, the locker sold out. So we reached out to other friends at other schools and, you know, we just grew by word of mouth. So that's kind of how it started. That's awesome. It seems like it's 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 that kind of business that you don't see it until you see it, you know, because you already have the have like the apparel and it's sitting right there at your closet, you know, but like until you figure out that there's a chance that you can monetize these things that are just sitting there. Um, that's when you know, like, and once you see it, like you cannot unsee it. Like now you think like, okay, so what are all the other things besides my apparel that I can have or that I or probably athletes have? that can also be monetized. So I guess that there's just a, a huge brainstorm of ideas that came out of that uh, right after that happened, man. And I think it's awesome. I think it's a great idea for me. When I saw the website and I saw the business, I was like, wow, man, I can't believe this doesn't exist. You know, this is a great idea. Um, but let's say, let's, let's suppose right now that you're riding an Uber, man, with Mr. Elon Musk, you know, <laughs> richest man on earth, um you know ceo of tesla ceo of spacex a legend on uh technology and space and whatever what you say uh but let's say you have to conv convince him using only two arguments you have to convince him to drop his career everything that he's doing and join you and you guys at clo uh narc clothing so what are the, those two arguments that you would use man to convince elon musk to quit tesla to quit a boring company excuse me boring and to quit spacex you know what i'm probably going to sidestep that answer i was questioning i'm probably going to try to convince him that he should hire me you know <laughs> all right i like know, that what elon has going on is great you know um and i would convince him like hey let me be some type of sales rep marketing something you know so i would use that <laughs> uber or taxi ride to pitch myself to get a job with Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't, only answer, don't, don't only answer the uh, question, but I would probably go that route, you know? <laughs> man, I, special. I like it, man. Not everyone gets a chance to ride an Uber with Elon Musk. So if you get it, you I probably you probably would seize it, man. I, I, I would yeah, trust and I would definitely I would definitely ask him for a seat on SpaceX, too. You know? <laughs> Trying, I'm seat, trying to go to space. A seat on the next uh, manned mission to Mars, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I guess, I mean, you mentioned a little bit about the website and, and how it works, basically uh, connect a seller and a buyer. But what, like, what's the technology behind it? Is it basically just uh, a platform where both the athletes sign up and they create like this this closet where they can include the things that they own and then they upload their photos and, and then you know just 
fans regular people can sign up and come to the website and see the closet so like what's like what's the rationale behind the you know the workflow or the the, the technology works behind our clothing yeah so pretty much how it works is that a seller would sign up um and patrick and i we would do our own um do diligence to figure out if you know they're still a student athlete and if they're still a student athlete obviously unfortunately they cannot sell um, but if they are a former student athlete or a current professional, um, Patrick and I will approve them to sell. Either him or I will shoot the athlete slash vendor a text message. Um, and we have a cool video slash walkthrough shows them how the selling process works. And really is pretty much hands off for Patrick and I as far as the athlete. They stay in possession of the gear. They ship directly to the customer because we want to provide that intimate experience of connecting the fan with the athlete and the athlete they upload the products themselves they pick the prices um and they should just text message like hey everything's uploaded can you you know release my locker and all patrick and i do we review it and then we press okay and then there's locker is live on the website to where patrick and i the past couple of months we really worked hard to streamline the whole process you know so everything can be done within the athlete's hand. Take a picture, they upload it to their locker, they have their own dashboard where they can track their sales, they can track to see how many people viewed each product. And then based on the data that they have, they can either say, okay, maybe 300 people viewed this product and I don't have a sale yet, maybe it's overpriced, you know? So then they can really, you know, tweak the prices, they can go up, they, they can go down. They can control the shipping to where, okay, do I want free shipping in my locker or do I want, you know, the customer to pay for shipping? So the so the control is really in the the athlete. And all Patrick and I are doing, we're just we're just connecting the fan to the athlete. And I understand that this is a technology. Well, it's basically a solution for student athletes or former student athletes. But I, I was wondering if this solution can eventually evolve to professional athletes. Uh, I see myself buying a Messi uh, jersey that used by him in one of the games. You know what I, what I, you know what I mean. You know, you know how yeah. like sometimes players just give away their jerseys and then even even between other players. But I guess that it would be fun to see. You know, if a player that played against uh, LeBron got his jersey. Well, in the NBA, it doesn't really happen. But let's say in soccer. Messi gave his jersey to this other guy and this other guy goes online and tries to auction it like could this potentially be explored and scaled even in the professional realm or do you think that it's mostly directed towards uh, students because of like how regulations and things in the you know more mm -hmm. professional leagues are are preventing athletes from doing all these kinds of trades yeah so we do have uh Uh, some professional athletes on the platform um you know is we Patrick and I would love to venture off into the uh your the European football um but we know that's going to take time because with professional athletes you have slightly more hurdles to go after because you have to contact their marketing person or the agent um And sometimes you got to hit the agent up once or twice or three times versus a former student athlete or come July 1st with a current student athlete. We can go directly to the athlete and mm -hmm. they they can be selling within that same day. 
Um, so with professional athletes, if we would go that route, we would scale probably slower just cause there's mm. different speed bumps with mm. getting a hold of a professional athlete as, but it's something that it can happen eventually. 100%, 100%. Yeah. Awesome. I see that happening in like, let's say 10 years. Hey, let's I, say ho two. I hope before I hope let's before. say one to two, you know, <laughs> that's a long ass time. No, 10, 10 years to have it, you know super efficient maybe one yeah. or two to have it for real you know yeah <laughs> but um i was i was caught up thinking uh when i was writing these questions and i thought okay so you guys are really you know bringing the game home to a mm -hmm. fan in, in a way you know because those are things that probably athletes used or they get they were they were uh, handed those by the teams and probably also never use them but it's it's like bringing the game home and if you're a big fan and if you and if you're a real follower then you have this different opportunity and this different experience to have an item that was born or whatever but i wonder if there's any other uh experiences that you guys are creating uh for either you know students athletes or just fans that it's kind of like new and innovative in the space is there any thing that you guys do uh that i'm not seeing so i would say just off the surface we are really creating a unique experience you know with nart being a marketplace it's really two-sided we have two different uh users we have the athlete and then we also have the customer um with the athlete you know we are really solving the problem of you know you, when you get done playing you have a lot of gear that you don't want You know, yeah, maybe you have a couple items that you want to keep just for keepsake, like a jersey, a quality hoodie. But you really have like 15 to 20 pieces that you just do not want. Um, and also with the fans, you know, we're really providing the opportunity for them to have the exclusive gear that they cannot buy in a store. You know, mm. when you really look at, you know, the baseball programs, the lacrosse programs, the soccer, the wrestling, those really niche sports, you know, they're not selling a Clemson hoodie with, you know, baseball on it. You mm. know, I mean, I live in Greenville now and I can't go to any, I can't go within Clemson and find me a Clemson baseball hoodie, but you can go on North clothing and find that. And if you take it a step further, let's say you're living in Texas, you can't go to a Dick Sporting Goods or to a, a Academy Sports and buy Clemson. You know, most likely mm. you'll see a Texas, a Texas Tech, right. maybe a TCU. But if you really want a quality Clemson Nike draw fit that's coming directly from the athlete, you know, one thing that I will give Nike and Adidas kudos, the gear that they give the athlete is very durable mm. and it's good quality. Mm. So we're really providing that experience for the fan that they can buy gear that they cannot buy nowhere else. And with the athlete, you know, they get to profit off the name, image and likeness and sell gear that, you know, they're just going to give away to family and friends for free. Mm. I see. I like that, man. I like it a lot. The whole, you know, niche side of it, which is, as you mentioned, that you can't really find, uh, pieces of gear or apparel of specific schools just because they're maybe not so famous or not as big as the others i feel like that's also awesome because you're you're putting a little bit of more of exposure to the smaller schools and you know taking off the spotlight from the bigger schools that they have you know their di distribution centers and their uh, apparel everywhere in the country and even even you may find it you know uh, outside of the u.s so 
I guess that it's also a chance to give you know the smaller guys a chance to a to to have some exposure and be out there. So I I think it's awesome, man. Um, let's talk about the business Thank model, you. man. How 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 do you guys uh make make money ma now, or how do you guys want to make money in 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 the future? How do you see that uh, plan changing in the next five to ten years? Let's say after you guys uh, incorporated the platform hundred uh, percent, you also maybe expand it to Europe. Let's say, how do you see it changing? So let's just, let's just talk about that. Yeah. So right now, NARP is uh, profitable, uh, but Patrick and I we aren't taking a uh, salary. You know, we're reinvesting the every dollar that we make back into the company you know we call it just feeding the beast you know because we really want this to grow um so right now the athlete they come on to sell we take a small percentage of the sale um and most athletes they're totally fine with that um but we do see us being able to scale you know as a marketplace and with our fee not being as high because we create this uh, platform to make sure that the student athlete you know, can make money. The way that we really, you know, start seeing our revenue or our net revenue go up is having large value. And with that, NARP, we very, very, uh, we plan on positioning ourselves to be the established marketplace come July 1st to where student athletes can profit off the name, image, and likeness in certain states. You know, you look at Michigan, you look at Florida, Bama, they're passing, uh, Bama, Alabama, they're passing legislation right now. So we really want to capitalize on those opportunities right there. And also just thinking down the line in, you know, years from now, you know, we have really good traffic on our website. And Patrick and I, we could have paid ads on a website, but we're just, you know, we just really don't want to go that route yet. So that's another way that we can generate revenue. And also we do have other parallels within NARP that are in the beta stages. We just haven't launched it yet. Um, and I'm really excited about that. I don't want to speak on it just yet, <laughs> but, you know, we can do a lot of cool things with just the word NARP. Um, and with the athletes too, you know, we realize our Rolodex of athletes that we have, you know, there's a finite amount of gear. And after a athlete sell out, you know, Patrick and I, we always think about, I mean, like, how can we continue to make money for this athlete? And we have certain things in beta stages that we plan on rolling out in a couple of weeks. You guys looking for investors? Uh, so right now we're 100% bootstrapped. You know, um, our overhead per month is like $122. You know, we're very, very lean. You know, Patrick and I, we're very scrappy. Um, but if the right investor comes around that can provide the help that me and Patrick are really looking for, you know, we're not looking for just your money, you know, because if that's the case, Patrick and I, we have some money saved up. Um, so we're, we're, we're very picky on who we, you know, quote unquote bring it to the family that's awesome man yeah and but we are open to investors we're not gonna tell nobody no <laughs> we don't want nothing and just not talk to you yeah 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 absolutely now just to get it in like in context let's say an athlete has a jersey or a, a cap or whatever they want to mm -hmm. sell it online and what would be the benefit from selling it through NARP clothing instead of going through let's say for instance ebay or a another alternative website is there any advantage it can also come in 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 financial terms or in exposure or in 
um and i don't know that's why i want to ask you if there's any advantage that you guys offer that none of the existing platforms may offer to these athletes i would say our one advantage that we have now is the feasibility to where an athlete they can sign up and sell mm. and with ebay the seller they can contact you um and they can kind of just you know try to give you another offer but with narp what you see on the website is what you get um and we really make the process really simple for mm. the athlete um and also it, we're very we're very niche to where when somebody scrolls not clothing they're looking for team issue gear on ebay mm -hmm. you could be looking for a car you could be looking for a yeah. watch so there's a lot of options out there yeah and, and one of the other things that i really liked about the design of your website is that you literally put the face of the athlete you know on action like playing the game and you say like the name of the athlete and then closet so you basically like you feel like you're entering the closet so i felt like that was really creative yeah yeah and you know it's it, one thing that i like is each locker is going to be different and each so we have re, returning customers and one thing i like about narp is a customer experience is going to vary from athlete to athlete because you know we you know we add you know we tell the athlete hey include a nice handwritten note And when the customer email Patrick and I say, hey, I really love the experience or, or the note that the athlete left or the athlete, you know, they may have include an extra shirt, depending on how much money that the customer spent, you know, that really, you know, makes it worthwhile for Patrick and I. That's awesome. And I'm sure that that's something they cannot do on eBay because also on eBay, you like kind of like another seller. And so here... It's more about the athletes. It's more about the experience for the customer. As you said, it's more about, you know, the design of the website, the, how the customers feel when they buy. So I, I think I like the experience side of it a lot. Yeah, you know, Patrick and I, we're very, very grateful on each customer that we have, you know, because it took a lot of, you know, it, it took a lot of uh, ups and downs just yeah. to get to where we're at, you know? And we're very, we're humbly grateful for each person that buys gear from our website. You know, either Patrick and I, once an item is delivered, we will personally reach out to the customer and ask them, you know, how do they like it? You know, because one thing about NARP is that, you know, Patrick and I, we have our name on the website, you know? Mm. So we have, you know, our reputation on the line. And I don't want nobody to buy something from NARP and say, oh, that website sucked or, you know, the gear wasn't as advertised. You know, I'm I'm a big, big believer in customer service. That's awesome. That's awesome. KJ, um, man, we're running out of time, but I want to ask you this one last personal question. And I want to ask you what day you remember it being the best day of your life and why? Man, my best day of my life. Ah, that is that is a great one. Um, you know what? I don't. I'm gonna go with the best day of my life within NARP. I would probably say it was the first sale that we had. Um, you know, Patrick and I, we was very, very. Uh, we was we were scrappy. You know, I was driving around Greenville meeting people 
selling gear. And I would say the first sale that we had was uh, on April 20th, 2020. Um, and I remember it was a Clemson jersey. And I was just so happy because it's it's just, it's just one of those things where like once you have – somebody believing in your business that's not your family or friends is you know it it solidifies everything that you know you stayed up late for so that was probably been my best day man that's very inspiring kevin man i think that narp is a very creative idea i like how you guys focus on the experience and the customer on the athlete you give a lot of value to those those things and i see a lot of success coming your way I can't wish anything but the best of luck to you guys um, and I can't wait to see what's going to come out of NARP in 1, 3 and 10 years and I'm looking forward to it man. Thank you so much for coming to the Halftime Snacks. Before you leave, I want to thank you for listening. To hear this or any other Halftime Snack, check out the full archive on my website, which you can find on the show notes. See you next week.